You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 131, Parenting Tool, The Family Meeting. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Thank you so much for being here. I want to make a few announcements before we get into today's topic. First of all, I want to thank those of you who came to last week's open coaching call. Those are turning out to be really fun for me, which, as you may remember, is my 2021 word of the year. And for those of you who are new to me or who may not know what I'm talking about, I've been offering free open coaching calls where anyone can come and get free coaching on any topic. Nothing is off limits. And so the people who request coaching come get some free help, and the people who are watching get to see what coaching is all about, but also very often get some help just by witnessing others getting coached. So I'm going to keep offering those a couple times a month, and as long as you all keep showing up and raising your hands to be coached, I'll keep showing up too. Deal? The last two were on Sunday afternoons, but I'm going to do the next one on a weekday, Monday, February 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So these calls are on Zoom, and you'll only get the link by being on my email list, which you can join by going to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash subscribe. Do that, and then you'll get notified when I'm doing these free calls and get the links to join. The second thing I want to remind you about is the writing workshop that I'm co-leading with Andrea Askowitz from Writing Class Radio. She was my guest on last week's episode, and so many people listened to that. Andrea is so awesome and engaging, so make sure you listen to that one if you haven't already, and make sure you sign up for our workshop. It's called Rewriting the Stories We Tell Ourselves. We're going to write our true personal stories and then ask ourselves, is this really true? Because as moms, many of the stories we tell ourselves don't serve us, and they hold us back from creating the lives we actually want. We think they're true because that's the story we've been telling ourselves, but I'm going to challenge that for you. I really don't want you to miss this opportunity. Even if you don't consider yourself a writer, you're going to leave feeling like a writer. And if you are a writer, Andrea is going to help you become an even better one. Then you're going to get coaching from me to help you reframe and tell your story in a way that empowers you and moves you forward in your life. I really think it's going to be amazing, and I want you to be there. So head over to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash writing and sign up now because we start this coming Saturday, February 13th. All right, let's talk about family meetings. I've been recommending them to my clients a lot lately, and I want to share when and why to use family meetings and how to execute them effectively. As a mom, you are the CEO of your family. You and maybe your partner or spouse, if you have one, run the business of your family. And just like at a corporate business, there are times when it's beneficial to bring everyone together to talk about company policies, goals, schedules, expectations, changes in routine, and any issue or obstacle that's hindering business success 
so that everyone is on the same page and working toward the same goals. Now, most businesses have way too many meetings, which people dread attending because they're boring, they seem like a waste of time, or nothing really ever gets accomplished, right? That's not the kind of meeting I'm talking about here. And we don't want to have family meetings only when there's something serious to discuss or some kind of disciplinary action to be taken. We want there to be positive associations made with our family meetings. We want to make them purposeful, meaningful, and even fun. You don't need to call them meetings if just calling them that feels dreadful to you. You can call them family forums or gatherings or shindigs. You can use your family name and use alliteration to call it something creative like a Howard hoedown, right? You get to decide. Many of the moms I know feel like they're always reacting to things their kids do and are constantly putting out fires rather than being intentional and thoughtful about how they handle situations or plan their time. For that reason, you'll want to have regularly scheduled family meetings. And I want to recommend you start with once a week for 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going to share some of the ways you can use family meetings, and I'm sure there are infinite ways to do this. So just let your imagination and your knowledge of your own family guide you to make this your own and something you can feel excited about. I've talked before about your child's three core emotional needs, connection, control, and competence. If you haven't listened to the three episodes on those, you can find them in today's show notes. Family meetings are great because they can help satisfy all three of those needs. Let me say them again. Connection, control, and competence. Let's talk about how family meetings can help with each one of these needs. Family meetings are primarily about coming together to strengthen the connections between people. To this end, you can use some of the meeting time to offer compliments to one another, express appreciation or gratitude. You can ask a question at each meeting that helps you get to know each other better. I have a free download called 20 Family Conversation Starters that you can get in today's show notes to help you with that, or you can get it at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash conversation dash starters. Connection is about feeling seen and heard. So make sure you're listening more than you're talking and give your kids a chance to respectfully tell you what's on their minds. As the parent, you still get to set rules and expectations and have the final say in decision-making, but you want to make sure your kids have the opportunity to weigh in on important matters and feel like they have a voice. Also, to help with connection, after you take care of the family business, you can add in some family fun time by watching a movie, playing a game, eating a meal together, having a dance party. The options are endless. Let's move on to the needs for control and competence. They kind of go together because kids want to feel like they have a say in what happens, and they like to feel a sense of belonging and contribution to the family. So family meetings are a great tool to give your kids some responsibility and have them contribute to the meeting itself. For example, you can assign someone to take notes. You can have someone read what's on the agenda. I'll say more about that in a minute. You can have someone decide what snacks you'll have at the meeting. You and your family can brainstorm other ways to assign roles or responsibilities at the meetings. The agenda can be posted somewhere that everyone can see it, usually in the kitchen or family room. And there may be certain things you want to discuss each week, like the upcoming week's schedule. Maybe you want to do a homework check-in or grades check-in. 
You might want to plan the meals and create a shopping list for the upcoming week, give out allowance or rotate chores. Then, in addition to those things that are just regular weekly agenda items, throughout the week when issues arise that need some problem solving or discussion, you can add them to the agenda too. So let's say you notice that your kids have been on their screens more lately because you haven't been consistent about enforcing your limits. Let's face it, it's just so much easier to let them play a little longer so you can get more done in the short term. But in the long term, you know it's taking away from time that could be spent together and making it harder for them to fall asleep at night. You decide it's time to reset the limits and start again. You can add that to the agenda and then during the family meeting say, I've noticed that I haven't been following through with the screen time limits lately, and I want to change that because I want to make sure we're spending more time together at night and getting better sleep. So from now on, I'm going to collect all the devices at 7 p.m. and keep them in my room until the next day. Or you would say whatever works for your family. Or if your child brings a problem to you during the week, you can always ask, would you like to add that to this week's agenda? This teaches kids two things. Number one, that you're taking it seriously and you're not going to forget. And it teaches them some delayed gratification and that sometimes they have to wait to address a problem, right? Not everything is an emergency. So piggybacking off of that, family meetings are a great time to teach problem-solving skills like active listening, perspective taking, and emotion regulation. In upcoming episodes, I'm going to give you some direction on how to teach these skills to your kids, since as a school counselor, I have a lot of experience with that. Like I said before, these meetings should only last 15 to 20 minutes. Most kids don't have long attention spans, and especially in the beginning, you want to keep them as enjoyable as possible so everyone actually looks forward to them. Even if the first few are just practicing gratitude together or going over the schedule for the week you'll slowly start to build the habit into your weekly routine and it will evolve and change along with your family and your needs. Developmentally speaking, you can probably start implementing family meetings when your kids are around five years old. But no matter how old they are, don't expect them to have the skills required to participate at first. You're going to teach them. This may require a lot of patience and empathy on your part, which is where managing your mind and choosing useful thoughts comes into play. Here are some thoughts that you can try on ahead of time. There's no right or wrong way to do this. We're learning how to communicate as a family. We're learning new skills together. This is going to be fun. This is an adventure. I can't wait to see what doing this creates for us. This is an opportunity for us to get to know each other better and connect once a week. I'd love to know if and how you use family meetings or what ideas you got from this episode. Leave your comments and questions in the comments section of today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 131. And then join me on Facebook Live tomorrow night to talk more about this topic and share ideas. All right, Mama, I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now. 